Welcome back. Drew Garabo live. Why do you have to embarrass me in front of our guests before we even like get into anything? He listened to the show. He knows. He knows. Uh, uh, I definitely know. I, I am uh, John Senning, filling in for Drew Garabo, uh, here with SBK, Seth Cush, Micah Rotunda, and the commish himself, Justin Pulowski, coming off a huge win for the Buccaneers. Uh, you look a little burnt. You look yes. like you might have got some sun yesterday. Yes. How, yes. How but are you nobody, feeling? Nobody took a picture of me peeing in a yard. That is for damn sure. What, what is your thought on that, by the way? It is Buccaneers related. Are you okay with people? It was, and it was on the Facebook page that I run. You're, yeah, and I did. I deleted it. I mean, I just, if it's going to cause controversy, I just, whatever. Not worth it. Not worth it. I don't really want to deal with that while I'm at my regular job during the day. <laughs> what my thoughts are on a parent taking a picture of their child peeing in the yard of their house and then posting it on Facebook. Well, first off, I've always been in the media for a long time. I will never post a picture of my child. I just, there's just too many people. Weirdos. Yes. Weirdos is an excellent way of putting it. <laughs> I just don't feel comfortable doing it. Um, if I wasn't in the media, I still would be uncomfortable. And I tried to explain it to the mother who came to me and said that this guy was attacking her. And I was like, well, listen, when you post a picture of your child on Facebook, on a group page that has over 5,000 members, not all of them are going to be saints. Okay? So you got it. You, you, you're putting it out there. And once it's out there, it's out there. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to hold it against her because there was no private parts being shown. So I see both sides of it. But do you uh, feel like the stick carriers movement has finally arrived now that that photo was posted on your Facebook yeah. page? Well, speaking of carrying a stick, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a tiny stick, I'm sure. But, I mean. Uh, uh, we have Justin Pulowski here. You can find him at Commish Online. He's the host of the Bucks Uncensored podcast. So talking about the stick car carriers, obviously yesterday was a huge win. How happy were you with the crowd inside Ray J yesterday? Listen, uh, the word I had gotten from the Bucks is that tickets were going extremely well. They were selling. They were on the verge of a sellout. And then as soon as the hurricane, as soon as we started talking about the hurricane, ticket sales stopped. Yeah. And then the hurricane hit. There's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff that I'm not going through. My house was fine. I had electricity, but there's a lot of people that are dealing with a lot of. They got to buy a generator. They got to buy this. You buy a generator, it's three hundred bucks. Well, if you can sell your bucks tickets or not go to the bucks yeah. game mm -hmm. and buy a generator, that's more important. And I said on my podcast today, I said my family will always come before the Buccaneers, and anyone that doesn't have their priorities straight with that needs to get their priorities straight. Let me know when you get it that three hundred dollar generator. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because I can do that for a living. <laughs> so, I, I mean, but you, you just look at it like the crowd that was there, it was loud. There wasn't a lot of Bears fans, which I was surprised about. They travel well. Um, I thought the crowd that was there was into it. It was extremely hot, as you can see on my face. And um, it was the Bucks gave us a great performance. So I, I think this is the start. I think the Giants game coming up, the next home game is against the Giants. 
Um, should be a sellout. Should be a, a raucous crowd, Man, especially if the Bucks are two and up. Justin, you've really started something with the stick carry movement, and I saw that you did you did a march to the stadium <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Oh, where, where did you start the march, and, and how many people joined you along this the is, way? First off, I don't even know how this whole movement started. I mean, it started with Dirk Cutter saying, speak softly and carry a big MF stick. That's it. I, <laughs> I ran with it. Yep. I got an uncensored podcast, so I'm going to throw F-bombs everywhere, so I ran with it. I said, anyone that listens to this podcast is a stick carrier. I wasn't trying to start anything. I was just trying to be funny and do, use a play on words. Okay, so that's my that was my question. Like, So I'm a Bucks fan, but if I don't listen to the podcast, then I'm not a stick carrier. Well, you know, that's, how, that's what I first initially <laughs> said. And then I was like, this thing's starting to explode. Right. So our coach wants us to speak softly and carry a big MF stick. Well, then you know what? If you're a Bucks fan, let's do what our coach ta- tells us to do. Let's go to the game and... I guess in a matter of ways, carrying that big MF stick is just cheering loud right. for our team and doing what we can in the stands, taking back our stadium from all these opposing teams' fans that come in, cheer our team on. By cheering them on, you're going to up their adrenaline. You're going to make it hell on the other team. And um, you know, I think we're. I think that's that's what's starting. And so we threw a draft party. It was huge. We uh, did a, a training camp takeover. Thousands of people showed up for that. And then yesterday, we threw a big tailgate party. And then everyone, about an hour before kickoff, we were down Ohio Street, which is right there near the stadium off of Himes. And we walked about a mile from the tailgate party into the stadium, up the stadium, and then through the stadium doing chants. It was was amazing how many people. I looked back one time. I was like, "There's, there's a few thousand people here. And... I think it's just Bucks fans that are excited about their team and have always wanted to come together as one, one uh, united front. When I know this isn't sports talk radio, but I was in sports talk radio, and what we were we were taught, and I don't know if I'm allowed to, you know, give the background yeah. information. Yeah, give us the dirt, baby. <laughs> we, we would sit in our program director's office and discuss ways on how to be negative, how to divide the fan base, and how to get people to call in. And I hated every moment of that because I'm born and raised here. I grew up a Bucks fan. Why do I want to divide the fan base? And that's what they want to do because that they think that's going to drive ratings. When to me, bringing everyone together for one cause and getting the Bucks to win a game, that's how you get ratings. That's how you get people excited. And my podcast numbers are doing pretty well because I'm getting so. excited. <laughs> You're not even a sports fan. Are oh you? man, don't, don't, don't listen sports. to this guy. Why, why are you, listen, Justin? Well, we've come not, so far. I know it's not wrestling, but damn we've it, come John. so far, Justin. Why are you going to let this guy come between us like that? That's true. First thing, you don't have to listen to him. He just listen to you and tell well, you. Not well, yeah, well, Seth. First thing he walks in the door is like, don't talk to him. He doesn't even watch football. <laughs> He That's knows? just not true. Listen, Justin, he can he can get you pumped up for Monday Night Raw tonight. You're not going to watch your Lions on Monday Night Raw. Oh, football. you bet you bet your ass <laughs> I'll be watching the Lions tonight. Let yeah. him pump you up for Monday Night Raw. That's your team. I'm a former season ticket holder, by the way. Are you really? Yeah, two seasons in a row. The Raheem Morris days. Oh, the good old days, as I like to call them. For the, with the Bucks? Yeah. You were? Yes. You mean your dad was? No, I was. No, you were not. Yes, I was. Why were you making season ticket money? <laughs> God, I was. <laughs> dude, I'll tell you. I made... 10 times more money uh, waiting tables at Ruby Tuesday than I did working here. So those are my Ruby Tuesday days. I'm sure. Justin, what was the big chant yesterday that the that the crowd really seemed to like when you guys were walking up into the stadium? What well, really stuck with everyone? Well, we really like the We Ready chant, the We yeah. Ready, yeah. Ready, Ready, Ready Tampa Bay. It kind of gets everyone jacked up. But the Let's Go Bucks. You know, I try to stay away from just the, the typical Tampa Bay. Okay, everyone knows that. Let's try something new. Let's see if we can get those, those brain cells working. Let's try and 
spell out Buccaneers, and we do that as well. So people like it. People have a good time with it, and um, it gets people ready for the game. Well, Justin, do you fear that like this stick carrier thing may get too big for you to control, yes. like the message? Like they may say, they may decide and tell you, "We're all about this." You're like, "No, that's not what we're about here. Yeah. We're not about that." Well, those people that do that, I just block them from the okay. Facebook. <laughs> so that's, that's really easy. I can control. No, it is. I mean, it's it's a little overwhelming. I have a, a couple of close friends of mine. One lives in Atlanta. Um, one lives uh, up in Lutz. Um, the guy from Atlanta is, is from Tampa and flies down for all the home games. He has season tickets. Yeah. And they kind of help me uh, monitor the, the Facebook page and also coordinate these events because, I mean, when you get thousands of people there, that's a little too much for one person to... Right. Yeah, you got to lasso now, them all in. I'm very loud, okay? Now I lost my voice. I'm very <laughs> loud. I can I can try and lasso them all in, but it is, uh, it is difficult. But we got a good group. I mean, we haven't had any incidents and... Um, you know, we're just going to keep it positive. Uh, Justin, when did the Buccaneers front office embrace you? Because I know you just yeah. from seeing on Twitter, you have a good relationship with the GM, Jason Light. I mean, I don't I don't know if you guys do text each other. I mean, what? that's pretty interesting that the GM of a team is going to reach out to a huge fan, a guy that runs a podcast. <laughs> Obviously, you're, you're big in the media, but when did the Bucs reach out to you? Yeah, it was, um, I think, once we had our draft party and we did it um, in late April and we had just a huge crowd, just a huge, I mean, hundreds of people showed up and we had capacity at the sports bar we were at and people had to leave i think it was that when the bucks took notice of what was happening and then through the summer they and i had gotten word that dirt cutter and jason light i they listened to the podcast and one time jason light called dirt cutter into his office to listen to a part of the podcast so that they could laugh together i'm like that is the coolest thing ever (laughs) and i used to be on the radio but that was like oh my god they're just like oh um, so it was at that point where I knew, okay, the coach and the general manager are embracing this. When is the team going to? And I think it was the moment we showed up at training camp with 5,000 people or so, and it was the most electric practice of all time. And it was then Bucks officials came up to me. I'm working very close with them. Um, it is a work in progress. If we're going to try and build something like the the black hole in Oakland or the dog pound in, in Cleveland or the 12th man in Seattle, that doesn't happen overnight. But if you start it now and the team is successful on the field, by the way, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Oh, wow. They're, they're wow. Clearly, I, 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 I thought, Mark that tape. I thought on paper, I thought on paper they were they were impressive. But I was like, let me see them in person. And what they did to the Bears – was sheer dominance and i know the bears aren't a good football team but you know what you do to bad football teams you just beat them down and they beat them at every phase of the game so when your team's good and you're starting this movement and it all comes together if the bucks keep having success on the field this movement's going to continue to have success and it could it could explode in a big way maybe midway through the season it could it could for the giants and patriots back-to-back games coming up in a few weeks We've got the leader of the stick carriers, Justin Pulowski, in studio with us. You can find him online at Commission Online. Uh, he is the host of the Bucks Uncensored podcast. You can find that at JoeBucksFan.com. I saw something getting some traction yesterday on on social media, and you're talking about you know building this fan base, and I think this go hand in hand. Uh, the terrible, 
terrible playlist that they are using inside <laughs> Raymond James Stadium. What can we do here in this room to help you ensure that some of these terrible old school songs get booted from the playlist? Well, first off, I don't know why they just insist on playing Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train <laughs> uh, at every kickoff, okay? I mean, it's not 1992 anymore. We can change it up a little bit. It's been the same song for every kickoff for 20 years. Um, the other thing that really gets me, though, is the, the Black Eyed Peas. I mean... Yeah, let's get it started, I right? Can't, <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I just can't. They used to play it when the team would come out of the tunnel, and I was like, that's like taking a needle to the balloon. So then they didn't play it then. They played it right after the national anthem. And you're like, the national anthem? You're waiting for a flyover. Everyone's all jacked up, and we're going to play Let's Get It Started. I'm like, oh, God. And then they played Black Eyed Peas at the conclusion of the game. What, that We song, Got It Started? No, What's it was... Song? What's the song? It's something about have a good night. Oh, Tonight's yeah. gonna be oh, a oh, good man. night. I yeah. mean, come they can on. do better than that. I know. I know. It's it's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. Luckily, we as fans have just learned to tune that crap out and just focus on the team on the field. Justin, what is it about the Buccaneers? Because obviously, you're right. The Bears are a bad team. The Bucks did what they had to do to a bad team yesterday, and they dismantled them. But what puts the Buccaneers in the upper echelon of the NFL? Uh, having a quarterback for one and not only having a quarterback but having a quarterback with as many weapons as they've given him and I think I talked about it on your all show at the end of last year was the focus of that of that offseason had to be weapons for Winston and they went out and got Deshaun Jackson they drafted a Chris Godwin they drafted um, uh, OJ Howard now who do you stop you stop Deshaun Jackson, you got Mike Evans on the other side. You stop Mike Evans, is Deshaun Jackson going to beat you deep, or is O.J. Howard or Cameron Brake going to beat you at tight end? Um, they improved their offensive line in front of Jameis Winston as well with Jay, uh, with Sweezy coming back at guard and then moving Ali Marpet to center. By the way, their center last year, I love Joe Holly, but he's 270 pounds. You can't play center. You can't play offensive line in the NFL at 270. Um, Marpet has solidified that. I thought they dominated the Bears at the line of scrimmage, gave Jameis Winston all day, and he just picked them apart. Then you add in Adam Humphreys at the slot receiver. It's... Um, it, th this offense could be very potent and put up a lot of points this year. By the way, Cameron Lynch, didn't he recover yeah, a fumble yeah, yesterday? Yeah, that yeah. was the turning point in the game. Special Cam teams. Lynch, baby. Love that That's guy. the chant we all want to hear is a Cam chant. Okay, like, we'll if we can we'll work on that. You might not want to scream Lynch. Was there anything yesterday, and I saw I saw you getting into it a little bit on Twitter with some people who were insinuating that the Bears really lost this game. Uh, that, that's, just, that's just the national media and some local media that, you know, rather than give – credit where credit is due to a dominant football team that was dominant in every phase they want to say that the bears flopped that mike glennon flopped the bucks were better period across the board dominated the line of scrimmage had over 100 yards rushing they threw the ball whenever they wanted to throw the ball they converted almost every third down i was seeing uh defensively the pass rush was there they were getting in glennon's face they were force forcing turn glennon wasn't turning the ball over they were forcing the turnovers they were in his face all game and then special teams, they made field goals. They won every phase of the game, yet the Bears flopped. That just that just irritates me because for a number of years, the Bucks 
you know, they weren't very good. Now that they are good, can we give them a little credit? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, are the uh, the Bucks are in Minnesota next week? They are. Now, that's going to be a real test because Minnesota has a real good defense, and they're saying Sam Bradford's going to be back. So do you expect that to be kind of a tight matchup? I just, I just read that he's got a bone bruise and that they're trying to figure out they're going to give him an injection, and it's on his knee. So nobody knows. It could be a one-week injury. It could be a multi-week injury. They if need him. If he's out and they have Case Keenum with the way this defense played this week, um, could be a blessing in disguise for the Bucks to be 2-0. and And again, when you got this many young players, they got such a young team, you start to give a young team like that confidence – that's that's a recipe for disaster against teams that are going to play against the Bucks moving forward. But um, you know, even if Sam Bradford plays, the Bucks are a more talented football team. Uh, I think when you talk about the youth and you talk about the veterans they brought in, and there's a there was actually more turnover than people realized from last year. As I said, Sweezy back at guard. Uh, you brought in a Beckwith at linebacker who was phenomenal yesterday. Uh, you bring in Chris Baker at defensive tackle. T.J. Ward now at safety. I mean, there was D, uh, Deshaun Jackson at wide receiver. There's a lot of lot of new starters, and they all seem to gel in a quick way. And everyone thought they'd come out with rust yesterday. <sighs> There was no rust with that team. Are you worried about the Falcons in the division at all, especially after yeah. that game with the Packers last yeah, night? Yeah, I mean, I, I think ultimately it could come down to the Bucks and Falcons, and the Falcons have uh, experience there. But um, like I said, I mean, when you got a young team playing with a lot of confidence, you know, it's. I think it's going to be a slug match, both of those matchups, and to have both of them late in the season within three weeks of each other huge man and one of them being here on monday night football i mean it's you're i not, can't wait gonna, to be at that you're game. not gonna make it through the whole season i no, mean after I'm this not. first game with the sunburn you have no way you're <laughs> no making way. it no, no way you need, you need no a bye week and you're not getting one i need spf 50 <laughs> right now <laughs> are you moisturizing you need a nice like cocoa butter I or some actually, coconut oil on I that have, face i have some aloe in my car okay. that i have been uh, lubricating my face you need some tea also <laughs> i do i yeah. do need some tea but I'll yeah, speak softly the rest of the We need to make sure the Mrs. Stick Carrier is taking care of you, you know? She is. Okay. Who's that? Oh, you know, we don't wait. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, speaking, uh, of, speaking, of the, speaking of the stick carriers, you do realize that one day somebody's going to get hit with a stick. Yes. You do realize that, <laughs> yes. right? Okay. Yes. Uh, I have an LLC, so I'm <laughs> There you go. I think about that all the time. Uh, 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 protected. Uh, Justin, one more question. Just the, the whole hurricane scenario fascinated me because I was following you on Twitter the whole time. And you got the hell out of here. And every Justin actually was making me very afraid because not only did Justin leave very early, but every time there's a new report, he's like, this is why I got the hell out of here. This is the worst. <laughs> I lived in Florida my whole life. Yeah. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. I mean, what what made you leave earlier than almost everybody else? You know, I think Charlie. I think Hurricane Charlie made me leave because that was coming straight at us and then turned at the last minute. And I said it was, it was before the track was on Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I said, if that moves to the left just a little bit, we are in trouble. And then all of a sudden, the track if that if the storm goes up the coast with as much damage as we had and it really wasn't that bad, it weakened so much, I can't imagine what a Category 3 or 4 storm would do to this city. Um, I've gone through a lot of hurricanes. That one scared me the most. And it was about Thursday night, about 9 o'clock, we said, all right, we're up and leaving. About 11.30, we got on the road, and I drove all night. Yeah. Got see, to Atlanta. See, I'm afraid that I wasn't afraid of this hurricane. And I went through, Charlie. So next time, I've decided I'm afraid after the fact. Yeah. I should have left. You, you got your yeah. eye on uh, Maria? Not yet. 
No, and you, can't live your life. Here. you can't live your life in fear, exactly. John. Uh, well, well exactly. here's the thing. You scared everybody in left town, and everybody thinks you're just some savant. I scare people, and I'm a fear monger. Well, here's the thing. When I'm afraid, then you should be afraid. Yeah, okay. that's what I said. I go, I go, wow, Pulowski left us all to die. Every time he's tweeting, he's like, all right, see you later, suckers. It's over for you. That's uh, what I felt like. My, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's just stuff that I'm leaving. And you all. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. We, I, I left. Did you go to uh, Georgia or did yeah, you go? Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, yeah, up to Atlanta. Oh, I was there too. Yeah, and the Braves, by the way, gave away free tickets to anyone with a Florida oh, license plate. So we went to the Braves game on that Sunday. It was pretty awesome. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, you went right where the hurricane was following you. Yeah, it was a tropical storm there. Okay. I I literally drove through the tropical storm <laughs> to come home on Monday to beat the traffic. Uh, um, Seth Kush, someone who's he's very influential in the Tampa Bay area. He he's 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 soon to be the mayor yep. of Tampa Bay or of, of St. Petersburg specifically. He's got my vote. What is it going to take? And best couple, right? Yeah, from, I, from what I understand, yeah. all these you know all these things going for him. And this guy, the face of the city, is not even a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. What is it going to take from your perspective to get this guy in the front lines of the stick carriers? Well, I'm hoping Mike Glennon does it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I had tickets to the game yesterday, and I gave them to my parents. And it, with what the Bears are going through right now, look, I'm a Bears fan. I was raised that way. It is, it's hard to root for them. They will always be my team. Uh, I I support the Bears, but I am a uh, I I want the Bucks to do well this year. This, I mean, I'm not rooting for the Bucks to lose or anything. I want them to do well. My my buddy from Atlanta, Harold, uh, said this to me, and it, as soon as he said, I was like, oh, absolutely. When the Bucks are winning, this entire city is different. Yep. And, and listen, the Lightning have won a lot. The Rays have won a lot in the last 10, 15 years. But when the Bucks were in their heyday and they won the Super Bowl, this entire city was just different. And I think their window is just starting to open now, and we could be entering another kind of Dungy-esque, Gruden-esque uh, reign where they could hopefully win a Super Bowl or two. I, th- I think they're really putting that, wow. that type of team together. Um, and they, also love his Smith a little bit. You know, he did his thing. You know. <laughs> but he did him wrong. Well, he did. He did. He actually helped him get Jameis. Exactly. <laughs> he did. That was his last gift. All credit going to uh, Lovey Smith. Speaking of Lovey Smith, uh, USF, USF and the Bucks combined beat Chicago teams and Champagne, whatever you want to say, seventy-six to thirty this past weekend. Go Bulls. It's a good time to be alive for Absolutely. a Bucks fan like we me. We own Chicago. I tell you what, if I go to a Bucks game with Pulowski, I think uh, I think he could convert me. Yeah, I would be like going to Gainesville ta- for your you first time. I will take you to a game this year. You I will take you to a game this year. All right, can it year. be like one of those night games or something? Because I'm not, I'm not good out in the sun. Uh, no, why, potentially. Why, why your tickets are spoken for for the uh, the Sunday, the Thursday night, and the Monday night games? Potentially, I don't know. All right, what, what, could you get could you get Seth good and liquored up? Like what what's in Commission's cup on game day? <laughs> Commission's cup. <laughs> um, I did not drink yesterday. What? I went to the Brad Paisley concert on Saturday oh, night. Yeah, yeah. My kind of guy. I Ubered. You're normally a rough night. You're a wine guy, though, aren't you? I thought you were a wine guy. I'm in everything. Now. Okay. Just whatever's in the cup. Okay. I'm in, uh, Saturday night, I decided I'm going to make a rum punch with two bottles of rum, white and dark, and then a bunch of fruit juices. And that, That's what we need That's what we need for Seth. We need to get him some rum punch, get You'll his like face it. painted. It's very tasty. There's yeah. a lot of sugar. We'll get you the shoulder pads. What Sugar's you, dang. Why are you trying to turn me into a, a Buccaneers football fan? You're the one that only watches wrestling. You should go well, to well, a game. You're, you're the hardcore sports fan. I want you to put that out on the forefront. You know, Not keep it all in for yourself. 
love. You're, way, you're so dedicated to the NFL. Like, let's let's see you out there on the front lines with the commish as a stick agreed, carrier. Agreed. I think we should all go and experience it. Well, he only has two tickets, but I, I think that. <laughs> agreed. I, yeah. We'll I, go to the gate and then turn around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I went yeah, to just, just do just the walk, tailgating. just do the march up to the stadium. <laughs> if I went to a game with Pulowski, I would probably be so terrified that I would text that number to come have security get me help. <laughs> yeah. I think this, guy, this guy's a maniac. He won't sit down. Oh, it'll be fun. Maniac, we'll grill some hot dogs. We'll bong some beers. It'll yeah. be fun. Oh, okay. you're just looking for friends, John. Yeah, all right. He just I, wants to party. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's all right. You'll just we'll, eat and drink. I'm a stick carrier. Are you? you? Are yeah. Yep. You know, stick carrier comes from within. It's not about what. It's not about it's whether not about know, ever watching the team. It's not <laughs> about. It's not about knowing statistics or dedicating your life to nope. fantasy football. It's what's in your heart. It, honestly. You're exactly right. Thanks. It's not about statistics. I don't care about those debates anymore. That's not. I just want to have fun, go to the games, cheer on my team, and hope that they have one more point than the other team at the end of the day. By the way, Justin, I mean to text you this all the time, and I'll just say it on the radio. Oh, uh, you love me? I do, and I, I, it's, it's incredible. I'm, I'm, I know Drew says this a lot, but I'm actually proud of you. You got out of radio. You, you've had offers, especially from this station, to come back and do things. You have no interest, and you've built something incredible with the podcast where you talking to your fan base you're being positive you're able to make money and i just think that's absolutely incredible so so great job with all that man i've always wanted to tell you thank you uh it was a difficult transition because you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what you're going to do i just knew that i had to make a change at that stage of my life and i did and i got a new career and i'm very successful in that career and i'm having a lot of fun doing the podcast and life is good and i think tampa bay is was clamoring and yearning for this presence you know because there's not really this type of presence within tampa radio from a sports perspective and to have you you know on the front lines i think it's they were waiting for it tampa bay was waiting for somebody uh, to rally the troops so it's Every, very cool everyone's analyzing football right everyone's giving you statistics and matchups and keys and blah 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 I, I wanted to be different and I wanted to be myself and I just wanted to be excited and that's what I've turned the podcast into and uh, I you know I hope that I've excited a lot of people and I uh, hope that it continues to grow and um, you know I hope the Bucks continue to win because that'll make it a lot better too. So Bucks uncensored. Yeah, check out the podcast, JoeBucksFan.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Commish Online. He is Justin Pulowski. And from what I understand, uh, he will be live in studio every Monday moving forward uh, for the rest of the season. Damn I right. will I will try and be in studio. I, I work in New Tampa. It's quite a haul, but I will try and be in studio we every should, Monday. We should try and get some shenanigans going on. Like maybe maybe him and I put some pads on. We we get a little physical. Or something I'd like, that. like to see that. Oh, Lord, here we go. He just wants to just wants yeah. to rub up on yeah. the other weird. guys. Here I'm we just go. Come on, I'm just go. trying to <laughs> I, I'm just trying to elevate some content. I learned from Seth Kush. I'm ready to. I don't try to rub with you know shoulders with every guy that comes in here. Well, that's you. I this mean, is ask, me. Ask him off the air. Say, hey, listen, I'm into physicality with other big dudes. Can we do something? So. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, down for that. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. It's good to see you. Uh, everybody check out the podcast, JoeBucksFan.com. We will be back. Um, there's p something that people are doing all over the Bay. I, I, you would think it would be good for your health, but it's actually terrible, and I'll tell you what it is next on Drew Garabo Live.